Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is having compassion for yourself. When you are in this struggle with food, things seem really delicate and high stakes because if you go back to binging, you're breaking promises to yourself, you can have health consequences, you can have irreversible damage, especially if you're purging, like it can be instant death, like there can be no coming back from what happens. And so we tend to be really hard on ourselves and not have compassion for any slip ups and you know beat ourselves up. And then once we understand why this is actually happening, and we understand how to end it, and then we end it, and we don't have an eating disorder anymore, there's this beautiful ability to have compassion for ourselves, to have a flexibility and a kindness and an ease with all of the beautiful ups and downs and the mistakes and the slip ups and the journey, the journey to becoming a better version of ourselves. And when we have that solidness and on the side of freedom, it's just so much easier to have that compassion for ourselves. And as we have that compassion for ourselves, then we're able to extend it to others and we end up not being so hard on other people as well because it tends to extend to the people that we love as well, which can be a real sadness. And freedom is knowing you have a choice in all things, in all places, knowing your power and your will in every situation. And one really difficult and trust-destroying element of having a struggle with food is we don't feel like we have a choice. Like it really feels like somebody has hijacked your body, that you're watching yourself eat and you don't know how to stop. It's an out of control feeling where it doesn't feel like a choice. That's why, you know, the word trigger, which doesn't make sense really on the side of freedom. Like you're like, oh, like triggers don't really exist, but it can feel like they do in that experience because it's something happens and then you find yourself eating it. Something happens and then you realize the next day, like, what have I done? And when you understand on the side of freedom why that's happening and that nothing can make you binge or overeat or go back to restricting or go into purging, like when you realize the choice that you had all along that was never taken from you, then it's this life where you just have this beautiful power of not only knowing with every interaction with food, I am in 100% full choice around that, but it's also that in every other area of life, you're like, oh, none of this is happening to me. I am in choice. I have sovereignty. I get to decide what I want to do and I know how to do that. And talk about freedom. Like that is freedom. Freedom is the ability to do otherwise. And when every element of your life is in this beautiful space where you know that you can do what you choose, what you feel is aligned with you or another thing, but that it's all in your choice. It's a beautiful element of freedom. And freedom is being pillow proud. So when our head hits the pillow at night, when we wake up in the morning laying on our pillow, it is the start and the end of our day. And like the saying, you know, you know, how, 
how can you sleep at night? It's really pointing to that at the end of our day, when our head hits the pillow, we are reflecting how we lived that day. We are reflecting on who we are choosing to be in our lives, what progress we've made, what, how is the world a different or a better place because of how we lived that day. And in those times of reflection, especially when we are in the struggle with food and body, to lay our head on our pillow at night with feelings of shame and disgust. I remember it just being so difficult to sleep. Like I would binge to the point of pain where my stomach was so stretched out that there was no position that felt comfortable. And it's just a really horrible, horrible way to feel. And to feel those awful emotions going in to sleep and into that subconscious state and then to wake up in the morning with that that shame and that panic, it destroys how we live because we're starting our day in such an awful spot and then we're ending our day in such an awful spot. And that reflection is always one that is so negative. And being able to, anytime your head hits the pillow or you wake up on your pillow, to be proud, to be joyful. It's, it's something that oftentimes our clients celebrate really early on and it's something that really surprises them of, I woke up in the morning and I just felt happy. I woke up in the morning and I felt really proud of myself. I, I woke up in the morning and I felt so hopeful. I had energy. I woke up hungry, like ready to eat. You know, I can lay down at night and I'm sleeping so soundly, like my mind isn't racing anymore. Those bookends of the day, having that be peaceful is such a beautiful element of freedom. And freedom is starting the day with pleasant thoughts. I want you to just take a moment and think of where was your brain going in the direction of this morning? Like when you woke up, what sort of thoughts were circulating through your mind right away? And was it a pleasant or an unpleasant experience? When you're in this cycle where you're out of control with food, a lot of times those thoughts in the morning, is it's about regretting the night before, it's about you know these, this resolve and this promise to yourself that you're never gonna do that again, it's the being hard on yourself, it's the you know beating yourself up and making all these promises and it's really unpleasant. And a wonderful part of freedom is to be able to use your brain and enjoy the thoughts that go through your mind and really enjoy them because they're enjoyable. To wake up and to be excited about what's gonna happen that day, to know that you're gonna follow through with what's gonna get you to a better life and your higher goals and your higher self, to really look forward to the purpose that you're getting to fulfill that day, to think of gratitude and to think of wonderful memories and all the things that match that pleasantness. And being able to be in that state instead of the extreme of beating yourself up and feeling so horrible or the extreme of the white knuckling of like, all right, today is day one and it's going to be perfect. And, you know, we can never mess up again. And this is why everything has to change. And, you know, oh, good thing that I binged last night because now I really, really, really understand, you know, how horrible I feel. So I'll never do it again. And to have that, that crash, like that wagon to fall off of either extreme is super unpleasant. And to be in that pleasantness in the morning is such an incredible way to literally start the next day of your life and set it off on a whole wonderful tone of freedom. And freedom is being able to be fine with work lounge treats. 
So in this struggle with food, the food that other people bring into your world that you didn't plan for or that you are afraid of or way too excited about is just awful. Like it, it's derailing and it takes so much mental energy. This happens so much like after Halloween and everyone's bringing their extra candy into work or, oh, it's around Valentine's Day, so we're gonna, you know, share treats with everyone or, oh, you know, it's the sort of, you know, winter holidays and we're gonna bring in, you know, all sorts of things to do with that and we're gonna bake cookies and we're gonna do pastries. And for a normal eater, it's like, cool, bonus, like, nice, I'll have a treat or I won't. It's a non-issue. But when you're in the struggle with food, it distracts you so much. There's this constant negotiation of like, okay, am I gonna have it? And how can I have it where other people don't see that I'm going back for seconds? Or can I put more on a plate and take it home and then you know tell people that it's for the rest of my family even though I'm really gonna eat it in the car? Or are people noticing what a big portion that I'm taking? Are people gonna be freaked out that I'm not eating any of it? Or do I need to explain that why I'm not eating it? It's this constant clutter and negotiation in our minds that is no fun. So freedom is being able to have it be a non-issue. As now the normal eater that you get to be on the side of freedom, it's just a, oh, thanks. Thanks for bringing in treats. That's nice. You could even bring in treats. You could do whatever. And there's no obligation because you're free of it being a big deal. And that is freedom. And freedom is being able to go to the movies and have treats if you want to. So. When we are in this food struggle, even if you know we're with our kids that want treats at the theater, because of that mindless eating, because of the darkness of the theater, because of how freaked out we are about food, a lot of times it's just this huge decision or this huge excuse, right? So it's either, well, no, no one can have treats because I can't handle them, or it's going to be everyone's having treats and we're going all out because we're gonna let ourselves do this on the special occasion. And it's a really, damaging model for our children to just see this ex this extreme and this hypocrisy and like what a big to-do it is about having a special occasion like a movie and going and having some treats around it. So on the side of freedom, it's just a non-issue. It's that other people can do what they wanna do. You want treats? Cool. If I want treats, cool. If we both do, awesome. If none of us are feeling it, then great. But there's that flexibility there that just allows you to focus on what you're doing, which is going out and having a really great time. And if that experience involves food, then cool. And if it's around as a normal eater, it's like you might have some and then it's going to be satisfying and then it's, you're gonna lose interest in it or you're gonna forget about it because you're into the movie. It's all the beautiful things that normal eaters get to experience, but on the side of freedom, you get to experience them as well. And freedom is being able to have special holiday food. Whether it's a pastry that somebody or a pie or a cake that somebody in your family bakes and you want to support them and show gratitude and it's part of a memory and a ceremony celebrating the meaningful parts of being alive. Whether it's something that you just really love like oh pumpkin such and such comes out in the in the fall and oh this Christmas thing is so delicious and oh Easter this is always a tradition. There are traditions and foods that are so much more than food. They're our human connection. They're the memories that we make. Um, for a lot of years, I had watermelon cake for my birthday. And 
I like watermelon. I enjoy watermelon. But the reason that I found a cake alternative, which is literally just a watermelon with candles in it, the reason that I found that alternative is because I had to recreate what felt fun or meaningful on my birthday because the joy that all growing up my birthday held was stolen by my eating disorder. So I had to create something else. And yes, I found ways to still you know, have a festive day, but as I have to, it feels really different. Now, I still enjoy watermelon on my birthday. It's awesome. And I enjoy key lime pie. And I enjoy other treats that people send to me or bring by because I'm celebrating the day that I was born. And you should be able to celebrate that too. You should be able to celebrate a day that you were born, a day that is special, a day that you have memories on, and you should be able to celebrate it in a way that has generations of meaning or that is delicious or that is such a, a fun activity to create together. And instead of having your eating disorder dictate how you celebrate, that you decide how you celebrate because on the side of freedom, you can do that. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!